Welcome to the March 23rd edition of One Nation Radio. James, what's going on, man? Not too much, man. Just um, just trying to wrap my head around this whole uh, Tinder thing we were talking. We were talking about before we started. Just uh, Tinder. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> right. No, like, bro, but seriously though, like, you know, imagine, imagine if like you was on Tinder, and like, and all of a sudden, like, you decided to meet up with somebody and find out that like, you've been catfished. That's got to be that hurt. Unbelievable. It's got to be that hurt. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, we got a special guest on with us, uh, Jeremy Donovan of socialsuplex.com, returning guest. Jeremy, what's going on, man? Nothing much, man. Just, you know, ready to rip the trash into bits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeremy takes me that line this morning, uh, and James often clowns about it. And yes. as you guys might um, know from the theme song at the beginning, um, usually I'll say, you know, if they're putting out trash, we're going to rip them to bits. Well, the time has come. Well, bits are here to be made. Yes. Uh, with two weeks going uh, remaining until WrestleMania, it's not as bad as last year, but it's not much better either. Um, <clears throat> everything with Roman Reigns has just been just painful to watch. They just can't figure out what to do with the guy. Um, they were in Philly um, this past week, uh, the same place he won the Royal Rumble, the same place he won the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, booed and cheered on each occasion or you know on different occasions um well they it looks like um they're they weren't about to repeat their last uh reception of Roman Reigns Stephanie McMahon was out for a promo um talking about you know how her husband's gonna beat uh Roman at Wrestlemania and um everything else blah 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 you people don't know responsibility in philadelphia and you know the rest of the heel shit then roman reigns cuts her off and i mean not that i know you're you know just trying to get through it but like it was a really good promo what did she say again it's on my phone but yeah i mean she she was really good i mean she's always a good promo yeah. when you give her time so yeah stephanie's great promo. Like, I, granted it wasn't the promo she cut out you know the week after uh shane showed up like when she pushed a pedestal you know pushed the podium down with that uh vincent uh jay mcmahon award but like it was still quality right um basically reigns pops out to uh loud booze uh jeremy what was your reaction to hearing these booze i mean it's just the culmination of everything that they've done wrong with roman reigns and just the fans just completely rejecting it they don't want reigns as their you know the top face and I think that the one good move they made was getting him to come through the stage instead of the crowd. Because it looks kind of dumb with him coming through the crowd and everybody's booing him. Yeah, um, especially, you know, when he comes on the stage, you know, he doesn't have to worry. It's a, it's, I think it's a lot better for safety as well. Uh, you won't have to worry about anybody, like, taking a cheap shot at him or anything ridiculous. And it's a lot less, you know, if I was just a man, if this is a guy I wanted to make the top star, I wouldn't want him walking through the crowd. Like, I don't know why they let him go that long to begin with. But um, Reigns came, came out there and basically shushed Stephanie McMahon's microphone. Uh, she looked like she was in utter disbelief about this, that anyone would uh, dare to try her. And Triple H basically... Um, He's uh, Roman Reigns said Triple H knew that he would whoop his ass all over Broad Street, so he was playing into the um, he was playing into the um, the hometown pop. Yeah, and uh, but it just was not working. James, what did, what did you think about this whole thing? I thought it was short and sweet and to the point, and it was rather short promo for you know what we're used to with the fifteen minute joints. But I um. I, I thought it was good. I thought it, I, you know, there are certain issues that you just can't overcome because, because Roman is Roman. But other than that. Roman is Roman. Yeah, Roman is Roman at this point. And you know exactly what I mean when you say that. Like, <laughs> it's just not, you know, the dude is, you know. But it, it was to the point and they got through it and he didn't botch any lines. You keep saying that you want him to, uh, that you want to get the, the promo for him to sell his match at WrestleMania. I'm not sure you really want that, bro. <laughs> I, I really don't. Yeah, because I don't, I don't really know who wants uh, Roman Reigns to win. Um, him. Yeah, him. I mean, his family. Yeah. Yeah. You know, friends. You know, close friends. That's family. You know, members of the the with the last, same last name. You know. You know. But 
I mean, I mean, I'm sure you know kids, women, you know, but we can't be just generalizing kids and women like that because I'm sure there's plenty of women out here that that ain't down with that rumor and shit. Yeah, I'm sure there are too, <laughs> but I'm saying like if you want to look for like what is what its fans mostly are, they're normally there are a lot of kids and women. That's, yeah, I my mean, wife loves rumor and. <laughs> Yeah, um, James, you were talking. I think we talked about this off the air. Like the best thing Roman Reigns would do is go ahead and try to hurry up and uh, make this money and go to Hollywood as soon as he can. Oh yeah, because the way it's going right now, like okay, so he'll have some notoriety by being, bro. He'll be a three-time champ uh, if he wins a Rumble. He'll be a three-time champion. Yep. Right. Two-time Mania main event uh, headliner. Better yeah. than CM Punk. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you throw that out. And, like, you can let them get, you know, let them run around for, you know, three, four, five years and then say, you know, if it, you know, things don't turn around, like, you know what, I'm out of here. Yeah. And go to Hollywood. Like, the dude, you know, dude can get parts easily. Um, if Batista oh, can do it, he can. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't mean that, like, like Batista's some, like, some type of bad actor. I think he did a really good job as um the, the, the Drax dude in, um, in Guardians of the Galaxy, and I thought he was really good as a um, James Bond goon in that last 007 movie, but... And Reigns is considerably younger than Batista. That's, that, that's my point. And, you know, he's not yeah. as freakishly big. Yeah, um, the i probably say the shining moment of this was when Stephanie went to slap Roman Reigns, yeah. uh, give her one of her famous pre-WrestleMania uh, slaps, like she gave Batista a couple years ago, like she gave Daniel Bryan. Um, but... Roman Reigns wasn't going for that shit. Kind of funny. Kind of funny. No, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that they, they even had him grab her hand just with all the domestic violence issues out there in all these groups. That would be the first one to, uh, you know, say something like that. Well, I mean, he's he didn't, like, strike her. He protected himself. Yeah, I'm just, I know, but just, these groups don't take any little excuse to jump at something. Well, edit that say, footage and make, make him seem like the aggressor. I would like. say, I mean, <laughs> people aren't going for that. But I, I would say more, most people aren't going for that. I would say that, um, didn't Sting catch her slap before? Mm, did she try to slap Sting? I don't remember. I think, I, I think so. Yeah, like, isn't that the reason why she went underneath uh, the apron to go and grab a slap from Triple H? Uh, like, she gra- he grabbed a slap and then the music hit. He turned, Sting turned around while she scurried out, um, and went to the apron, and the next thing you know, she pull, she turns up with the, 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 with that crazy face with the sledgehammer. She couldn't be messing up the face paint, man. She can't touch the face paint. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we had an awesome match. Absolutely awesome. Yeah. Until the end. Yeah. AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. It was, it was looking like a TV match of the year, Kevin. Bro, I knew it was, I knew, like, I was watching it like, wow, this is really good. I was like, I hope they don't, I hope they don't have some dumb ending at the end of this. And I, and I thought to myself, well, wait, they just had a match on SmackDown. This is probably going to be a stupid ending. And so I'm like, wow, this match is awesome. Wow, this match is awesome. It kept going. I'm like, whoa, I can't believe this. And then, sure enough, Gerald comes out. I'm like, of course. Of yep. course. AJ Styles with the ridiculous power moveset that I didn't really know he had. He's doing the uh, the uh, attitude adjustment to the neck breaker. He's doing these uh, power bombs on the top rope. I'm surprised he's allowed to get away with that. Yeah, like the no, like the AA knee, like knee. Yeah, or, that, uh, that's Goto's move in Japan. Yeah. Um, nothing. You know the the sunset flip power bond that was huge as well. Like that dude. Yeah. Like, the torture. He did rack a torture rack. Bond. Yes. Yes, some torture rack into what was it? He turned into it was a neck breaker. Uh, that's he right. like flipped him. Yeah. Like Man, that he, shit was nuts. Like. There, I mean. They better keep him far away from the top. Is okay, like in my mind, I'm gonna ask you, like, Jeremy, I'm gonna ask you because I, I haven't talked to you about this. In your mind so far this year, who's been the best in ring performer of the year? Okay, we're back. We have some technical difficulties. Jeremy, um, James had asked you, who do you think was the best in ring performer of the year? Has been so far. So far. You know, it, it probably is AJ Styles. I mean, you think. From his debut in the Rumble and every match that he's had on Raw and SmackDown and pay-per-view so far have been all great. Even his matches with Miz have been really, really good. That's where I was getting at. Like, you know, for me, you know, I I had always heard of AJ Styles, but I had never, 
I never really like had the urge to like pop on some TNA and watch it when they come on. Then he's come on on t- the Thursdays or Wednesdays. I think he's come on Thursdays back in the day. Yeah, Thursday, yeah. Thursdays so, Thursdays you'd always hear about you know like, you would see like some of the Bleacher Report stuff where they say you know who would be the biggest gift for WWE or whatever. And Styles always be on the list or whatever. But it's you know his size and whatnot. And so you know my first time I ever saw him was Wrestle Kingdom this year. It's Nakamura, and I'm not. I mean, I know Nakamura. You know what he does, what he brings to the table, and I thought like them knees for yeah. But I thought for any of the you know I've watched the last two Wrestle Kingdoms, but I think for any of the Wrestle Kingdom matches I've watched, that was like the most WWE friendly match. So you know he shows up at Royal Rumble, and then he's fighting Jericho. I'm like, dude, this dude's unbelievable. Like, like it's only really comes with like when so you find out like a rapper is really as big as they boast. You're like, wow, this nigga really is phenomenal. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's been like that for me, like ever since. So that's like, funny. So like this, this like I, you know, depending on how much time he gets with this whole um, Jericho thing, I think he got the best match. But uh, on WrestleMania, yeah. But you know, going back to the Jericho thing, I just you know knowing that they had that match. On, on just the past Thursday, on that aired tape, I was like, "It's got to be some stupid that's on the, that's on the horizon." Yeah. yeah. Um. So like, and they did it like all kind of backwards. Same exact thing on SmackDown. Right. Yeah. And you know they love to repeat stuff from SmackDown to Raw. Um, but why the exact same finish though? That's such a bad I idea. Know. I don't know. Um. Then, then later in the in the show, we'll get to it. Uh, AJ Styles returned the favor, but not to as a yeah. favor, and, favorable result. Do, and doing the same thing in a row pretty much kills SmackDown. Like, don't watch SmackDown because we're going to do the same thing on Raw. Because we know you don't watch SmackDown. Yes. Um. So we had basically at the end of the match, uh, Kevin Owens wins with a roll up, and he's out there talking that shit, selling out. Yeah. And Absolutely. then uh, Dolph Ziggler comes out, uh, yes. basically, and says, uh, you know, if anybody can steal the show and beat for that title, is me. Meanwhile, Owens is looking at him like, I can't believe this guy just walked out here for this. Yeah. <laughs> and he also, there's a Pachamania reference there, which was surprised the hell out of me, because yes. I just figured, they, you know. They, That's on that band words yeah. list, I thought. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it is. I mean, think, every time they post it, they can't even, like, uh, the, the Matthew Greg dude, he can't even post like on YouTube anymore. Yeah, let's just get taken down. No, 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 copyright violation. AKA, <laughs> they ain't gonna make fun of us. All right, all right. Um, the Miz came down and says he should be getting a shot at the Intercontinental Title. Um, <laughs> what, you know, God bless you, Miz. Um, and then all of a sudden, Sami Zayn, the guy that we all want to fight, Kevin Owens, <coughs> comes out, and you know he declares, you know himself. Uh, you know, wanted to be the challenger. Miz calls him a skinny Seth Rogen. I'm sure someone wrote that line for him back. No, he actually does like skinny Seth Rogen. Uh, he uh, really does, except it's a lame joke, but he does look like dude. It just didn't go over well. Um, yeah. The, uh, you know, Owen said he's going to go to the authority to see if we can get a triple threat match with the winner fighting Owens uh, at WrestleMania. If only it was all that simple. Um... They had an advertisement for Dean Ambrose versus Braun Strowman. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we get cut to a video where Ambrose is somewhere um, in Philly in some type of tavern, um, you know, just just being loony, you know. And then all of a sudden, you know, you look over, this Terry fucking Funk just sitting over here. <laughs> like, like I didn't expect to see Terry Funk when Not I turned on Raw. Not at all. Uh, Jeremy, how'd you, how'd you react when you saw Terry Funk? I mean, I was surprised. The first thing I think of is, the, um, you know, they are told to him that Terry Funk you ain't So I was like, the first thing that popped in my head, and I was like, all right, it's pretty cool having, you know, Anthony Funk there. And I kind of like the whole, you know, idea of all these hardcore guys, you know, giving Ambrose weapons. The only thing is, I, I wish that Funk would have given something that he could probably actually use in the match of media. Yeah, I mean, he I gave mean, him a chainsaw. I mean, what you, what you mean he can't use a chainsaw? I feel like he's got to chase Paul Heyman with it or something. <laughs> no, 
Nah, I mean they're gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna feign like he's using it, and then he's gonna like get crotched or something by mm-hmm. like Hammond and just drop it. Like he's not actually. I mean, but he got actually. Everything that he's been given by all these dudes, he has to use in the match. Yeah. He's just obviously, you know, you can't really go to town on somebody with a barbed wire bat, and you can't, you know, actually, you know, dismember Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Uh, I saw, <laughs> that I was saw, sort of constituted as attempted murder. You know, uh, Funk yeah. says if he had a son, he wanted to be just like Ambrose, which I thought was ironic because they've compared him to... Terry Funk, and, and then you know, he said, he "If I had a daughter, he just walked off." And he said, "If I had a daughter, he walked away." And then saying, no, "In my mind, I was filling all the blanks." Yes, so yes, like, foolishness, absolutely crazy. <laughs> um, I'm a huge Terry Funk fan uh, forever. I mean, for me, when I when I first saw Terry, <clears throat> when I saw Terry Funk, I, was like, I started busting out laughing because I'm thinking, because you know, I got I got very little. <laughs> Look, later like, that night, Terry like, Funk like, made a vented somewhere. Like, I don't take, I don't take, I've never taken Terry Funk seriously ever, <laughs> ever, not for a second. All them, all them, all them fake ass retirements. Yes. Like, nah, man, them pants he used to wear. Yes, <laughs> the pants were awful. Awful, man, awful gear. And let's not forget, uh, Chainsaw, Chainsaw Charlie run. Yeah. Yeah, when he, yeah, well, I hear wrestling yeah. pantyhose on his head. Yes. Um... So what what will uh, what will um, you know what I was getting Rose get next week? You know I used to think that when Terry Funk was out there on WWE, I used to think that he was always drunk, <laughs> like like drunk. Wow. Not, I don't mean I don't mean because bro, like well, I was with, like I didn't I didn't know what like CTE or concussions and brain and you know punch drunk was. Oh I thought he was just slop, I thought he was just like no oh, man that man was working. He was th- throwing him back. He oh. come out there, showed up to the arena drunk at all times. Like Terry Funk retired for the first time in like nineteen eighty four. That man had a retirement match against Bret Hart in like 1997. Like, yeah. I, I say that to say Terry Funk will be main eventing somewhere this week. Yeah, I saw something. Uh, yeah, I saw something on Twitter where somebody uh, said that like they don't think that it, that WWE did a good job explaining who Terry Funk was for kids today. In my mind, and then I said, "Dark Quadrant, what do you mean, kids today? He came out of retirement to fight Flair in 1989." <laughs> <laughs> What yeah, you mean, kids today? Like Terry Funk, old as fuck. Yeah, they explained that. They explained that nigga to us. Like, yeah, like Terry Funk's old as fuck. Like, <laughs> my mom watched Terry Funk wrestle. Okay. <laughs> oh, so 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 who and what will be give? Who will give Pillman something next week, and what will it be? Okay. Excuse me, not Pillman. I, I, I'm either my own joke. Speaking on, oh, you, oh, you stepped on. Okay, I'm uh, stepping on my own joke. Uh, Ambrose, like somebody, you know, this week uh, he got the uh, the chainsaw. Before he got Barbie. Now, what will it be next week? I don't know, but I'm seeing a lot of uh, funny memes with people saying uh, Perry Saturn's going to show up and give him Moppy. Yeah, that's a good one. That's Wait, a good what? one. Perry Saturn will show up and give him Moppy. I, I don't know what Moppy. All right, what ex- Moppy explain is explain Moppy to him, uh, Jeremy. So pretty much. Perry Saturn, after he broke off with the Radicals, he had this gimmick where, like, the mop, pretty much the mop with his girlfriend, it was called Moppy. Yeah, he's a walk around with the mop. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, you know, you know what they could do? They could have um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan give him a two-by-four. Oh, my God. And Duggan's, like, kind of on the payroll still, too. I'm trying to think, who else could they have show up? To uh, give him something, they could have Yamaguchi show up with a samurai sword and give it to him. Damn! <laughs> Damn! Yeah. No, they could show up. Uh, you know, Al Snow could show up with the head. With head. He could. You give him the man. You know. Good. Um, um, you know, New Jack could show up. Give him all kinds of stuff. Yes, give him a give him a basket full I, of stuff. I saw I saw a bunch of jokes talking about uh, New Jack should show up and he should get he should give him a shiv. <laughs> I saw something on Twitter where it was like uh, Stone Cold should give uh, should show up next week and give uh, give I can't even say it Stone Cold should show up and give Dean Ambrose the gun Pillman aimed at him from the home invasion gun oh man I'm sorry dude like wow. you know I'm sure those that no holes barred I'm sure I'm pretty sure those that, that and, um came around and then listened to this podcast, they, you know, they're on Instagram and everything. Like, when when the whole little craze of the if Young Metro don't trust you, I'm going to shoot you memes with the videos came around, uh, 
I did. I was expecting some from wrestling to come around, but the first one I saw was was the Austin Home Invasion. It's showing, it's showing filming him in the garden. Austin, I was screaming, dude. You don't mess with don't trust me. I'm gonna shoot you. Oh Beautiful man. Morning. Yes. Uh, but moving on from there, we had um, Big E versus Rusev. But before that, we got the league or the New Day absolutely. Uh, lighting the League of Nations on fire with them jokes. Yeah, that had to suck to be to be them because they were sitting there like sarcastically clapping as if that shit wasn't funny. Meanwhile, yeah. they giving them that, they giving that ass daggers. Yes, they were like, yeah, they like now, like, like, oh, bro, no real. You used to you used to be a champion. You used to stand for something. Now you're just stuck in the League of Nations. Like, damn, ah, fuck. <laughs> Wade Barrett, you're a king. You have no crown. You have no kingdom. You have no uh, what else? Did he say. So you have no no subjects or something like that. Uh, they talked about Rusev having bad feet. Like, thank God you started wearing boots. Uh, which, you know, I, I take credit here for uh, One Nation Radio. Huh. We started that Buy Rusev Shoes campaign um, years ago. Years ago. Years, years ago. Um, yeah, they told Del Rio he used to have a limousine his own, in his own ring announcer and all that stuff. And he can't, can't quite hack it anymore. And um, Seamus, you know... They talked about him, and it was like, you know, you're, look at your name. It's Seamus. Your, your parents, you know, named you Shame because they knew <laughs> what it was going to be. <laughs> that shit is absolutely ridiculous. But the New Day, once again, <coughs> proving that they're just too good, man. Yeah, they're turning booty into bootios. Yes, yes. Um, so, uh, Biggie and Russo had a, had a big match. Biggie, um... Does that spear again to Seamus? It lands on his head and neck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got to be careful. He's got to stop doing that move. I, I mean, I, I think his whole thing is like, okay, like how do I like? What is my big spot to get the crowd to like get behind me or whatever? Because you know, when dudes are that size, they tend to just tune out and all oh, that dude can't work or whatever. Yeah. So I think that's maybe his thing. Because for example. I remember the first time, he, in my mind, that I remember him busting that out was when he fought Rusev on that pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, what was it, a, two years ago? Yeah, it was in 2014. Yeah. Yeah, now, you know, that match was, you know, match was like maybe like 10, 11 minutes. I thought that match was, was really good. It might have it might have been like six minutes long. Bro. Yeah, that, yeah, that it was, was, like it was really fight. short. It was really short. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I, I think maybe in Big E's mind, like, he works out so damn much. That man got, like, you know, he barely got a neck anyway, so... <laughs> You know, yeah, he got, he, he's got, he got he's, muscles on his muscles. Yeah, he got them springs on the neck. Ain't so. no, ain't, you know, ain't no muscles, you know, ain't no muscles on your skull, bro. Like, it's just, I mean, <laughs> like, there's only so much cushioning going on there. Um, like, has, has Biggie been around so long that we forget that he has a ridiculous haircut? Yes, it's, it's a part of him now. Yeah. Like, we don't even look at that shit anymore. I even, it's I like even... palm trees in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> like, never, like, bro. I've never heard that. Like bro, like, like think about it. Do you ever notice some shits? No, exactly. Yeah, like me, like I don't even notice some shits anymore. Like bro, when I first came down here, I'm like, oh shit, there's palm trees everywhere. That shit's cool as fuck. That shit lasted about six months. Oh, I can't even tell you the last time I actually saw a palm tree. Yeah, like you know, that's just so like over your head. Like you know, yeah, like B got a ridiculous haircut. We don't give a fuck. It's been four years. Yeah, wow, it has been four years. Like, you know, I was um, I actually watched the <coughs> some of WrestleMania twenty nine. Uh-huh. I was just flipping through like WrestleManias um, or whatever. So I was watching the tag match between you know with Ziggler and Biggie versus uh, their team L No, and a lot of what they were doing was trying to put over that Biggie was this powerhouse of a dude. Like they had Kane give you know to put the you know, hand on his throat and then he powered out of it uh, multiple times um, in the lead up to that match and then during the match they were actually like really trying and then I don't know I don't like I really don't they remember, just like, lost interest I really do not remember like where the tra- where it just came off the tracks at that point I, I can't remember yeah like um, I know you had to they did the breakup with Ziggler remember he had those five matches with Del Rio during the summer uh, Biggie did. They had the SummerSlam event, uh, where it was the mixed tag, That's and then right. after that, he turned face shortly after. It was Ziggler. It, was, it Ziggler was with Summer Rae for that one, wasn't he? Or no? No, he was, was it, with. Uh, he was with Caitlyn. Ah, oh, that's right. And then Caitlyn like. Yeah, bust off on yeah. the company shortly thereafter. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, like moving on and raw, uh, big show was out, um, you know, selling out said he was the, you know, he's the greatest giant ever in, in his own mind, which I feel like he is. But, um, Andre, the giant is the one that is really the greatest giant and, uh, all the giants look to be Andre. Um, that's why he says it's important for him to win the Andre the Giant uh, Battle Royal two, two years in a row because he hasn't won very many Battle Royals. Uh, he's won at least two in my mind. But What was the, what was the first one? World War Three WCW. Oh, shit! <laughs> yeah, 60 men. In three fucking rings? Yeah. Well, that was, well, that was one of them WCW. You're like, wait, so... I mean, it used to be cool during, like, the individual match when, like, all of a sudden they would go from ring to ring wrestling matches and then the ref would be, like, shrugging and, and then walk out the ring Bruh, go to the next one. Did you ever see how fast Kevin Nash cleared out the <laughs> ring in 1998 and his ring? It was, like, yeah. all luchadors and yeah. him. Like, bro, Kevin Nash cleared out a, a ring of news in, like, five minutes. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. Well, Vanilla Midgets. It was, it was, yes. pretty, it was pretty much a cruiserweight division in his ring, and he just tossing them one after another. Yes. Well, it's not like he was going to go and put over... Uh, uh, I don't know, El Dandy. He wasn't yeah. gonna do that. Hey man, El Dandy was a great wrestler, man. I know, but he, but Kevin Nash wasn't gonna put that man <laughs> over. Neither was Gene Orphelin. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but um, you know the Big Show. Uh, so let's talk about this Greatest Giant thing. How do you guys feel about the Big Show historically? Okay, so what? Who are who are we considering giants then? Uh, I would say Big Show, Andre, Giant Gonzalez, Great Kali. I don't consider Undertaker a giant. Okay, that's fine. Do you consider Ken a giant? <sighs> yes. Yes? Okay. Weirdly. I don't know. Because it, it's what weird. About, what about Kevin Nash? Is he a giant? Yeah. I think to be considered a giant, you have to be... Well, I mean, he is considered a monster, monster, giant, tomato, tomato. Or, I'm sorry, uh, apple, orange, still a fruit, I guess. Uh... For, okay, so if, the, uh, those are the, if those are the recommendations, then I would say Kane's the greatest uh, giant ever. And then after that, I'd probably go with... <clears throat> probably... Uh, do we consider Nash a giant or no? I would say, yeah. yeah. I'm taking Big Show over the giant. Right, or excuse I, me, over, uh, over this, Nash. This is what I do. I'm taking the number one pick in this, and we're going to make this a draft, a, a giant draft, all time. I have the first number one pick, and I'll take Kane. Y'all can go ahead and figure this out. Ain't going to have nobody gonna say it. I'm crazy. Go ahead. I'll take Big Show. Okay. Who's going third? Uh, probably Kevin Nash. All right. Then I'll, I'll take Andre the Giant fourth. We can stop there. Yeah, I don't. I don't really think there's too much left after that. We can stop there if you want. I'm not really, you know, (laughs) El Gigante. You know, I don't, you know, really recognize any of that. But um, every other giant's pretty, pretty much the same after that. What about the Yeti? Oh shit, the Yeti. (laughs) But um, I'm sorry, the Yeti. Yeah, yeah. You know, Shivani, killer bro, hugs. Shivani said that shit with so much passion. Yeah. Look, we got we to pull that shit up after uh, we end this show. So much passion, bro. We had a uh, WrestleMania Rewind match, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. Uh, Chris this? Jericho versus Fandango. Uh, just to let us know how much they fucked up with Fandango. Um, and fucked up with letting Jericho lose to him. I still want to know what your <clears throat> right minds thought. that, Like, so this gimmick is going to work. Yeah. As anything more than a mid-card act. I don't under... Like, I thought the whole deal was you're trying to make guys all of them give them a shot. stars. You make them all stars, and then, like, you know, they fall where they... You know, they you know they, they fall where they land or whatever. You deal with, the, with what happens after that as opposed to... Nah. Seeing you out there, you know... I mean, I'll say this, though. They, they treated Fondango a whole hell of a lot better than they did Tyler Breeze. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Breeze ain't getting no one on one match at Mania. Hell no. I got uh, that man's know, in, the, in the Battle Royal. You know, I heard that the uh, the pre show for WrestleMania is going to be two hours long. Yeah, it was two hours long last year. It was? Okay, and they're going to put three yeah. matches on this Really? 
Yeah. Oh. So it's not going to be as crowded as you thought it was going to be. Like, yeah, there might be 10 or 11 matches, but, like, it really would be, like, eight matches. Mm. Eight or seven matches on the card. Well, Chris Jericho whooped that ass, pretty much. Um, there was a false... Yeah. Uh, there was AJ Styles coming out, and Jericho was the smart one because heels are smart and baby faces are dumb. Um, he, you know, he took his eye off his opponent, but he recovered and ended up beating him. Um, but... AJ, we had to watch AJ Styles have a, a little promo that actually gave him the mic. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was awful, but there was, you know, there's, you know, this is how the guy is. And you got to get used to him. I, I thought that, you know, maybe they should. Like, is he in the same category as Reigns where they just like, you know, like, we don't really trust you. We're all, we're constantly, you let you, when we let you talk in more than like four complete sentences. Like, is that the case? You said what? Do you think that he's getting the range treatment? Like, I feel like obviously he's not range, but I mean, as far as like they don't do this, don't trust him with the mic. They they probably just don't trust him yet. Yeah. Um, we had we had the uh, triple threat match with uh, Kevin Owens. Oh, and before that, we had a these videos with Shane McMahon. Um, we got a bunch of those uh, video packages talk about Shane's uh, training regimen and. Everything else he's been doing, he's been doing his Muay Thai, he's been doing all this MMA stuff, and he's been, you know, he's a risk taker, and the guy, all these these Hall of Famers, you know, putting him over. Why do they try keep trying to convince me that he can kick The Undertaker's ass? The Undertaker has these, you man. Go, you go ahead, Jeremy. You go ahead. They, they got to sell this match to the casual fans. You know, they got to put it in, the, in everybody's mind that Shane, this is a chance. That Shane could he beat the Undertaker, and I don't know if you you know you go on websites, all the, the pop up ads have been Shane versus Undertaker, so you know they gotta have the promo videos, all the hype to to get people. They want people to buy WrestleMania off this match. Unbelievable! <laughs> okay, that boy Roman Reigns is a failure. All right, so for me, I, I look at some of the stuff that they're doing, and it's it's sort of weird that they have you know three big matches. And two of them are based on, well, this one guy will clearly kill this other guy in a normal rules match. So we will give this match extreme, some type of extreme stipulation of rules so this other guy can hit that other guy with a bunch of weird stuff and as an equalizer to survive without getting destroyed. So, like, we have Dean Ambrose trying to fight Brad Lesnar with a chainsaw. And we still think that might be competitive about, right? Yeah. We, <laughs> and we have Undertaker... <laughs> We have Undertaker, who turns 51 in the next couple weeks, versus Shane, who, you know, and we don't, I guess in the, in the TV show, we're not supposed to realize how old Shane actually is. Yeah, he's, but, he's 46. Yeah, so he's, he's like running around, and you see him doing it, you see him doing his little typo whole sessions. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, and for me, I just, um... Like, who they trying to fool, man? Like, I see I see what they're trying to do. Like, they, you know, they did that stuff with, with Triple H at WrestleMania. They've done that stuff with um, with Stephanie at SummerSlam before. She was fighting Brie that year. Just showing, like, their workout regimen. And then, like, they showed all that stuff. Like, okay, he's a little impressive. You know, put people in, uh, in some holds or whatever. And then all of a sudden they cut it off like it goes to Screeching Hall, and all of a sudden they go, "It's not going to be enough yep. because of these." <laughs> and dude, I just, you know, I was like, "You just completely, you completely just undercut everything you're trying to do here." So I, I you know, I, I, I mean, I'm sure that match is going to be really good because it's, it's Hell in a Cell. It's really hard to fuck up Hell in a Cell. Oh my um, god. I mean, but then again, it's also really hard to fuck up like Superman or Batman vs Superman. It seems like DC is having to do that. Jeremy, how do you feel about uh, Shane's punches? Oh uh, man, they're they're horrible. And for somebody that's been training with mixed martial artists and boxers, once again, we're back from technical difficulties. Jeremy, you were saying? No, we were talking about Shane McMahon's punches and how they look, and I. They're, they're horrible for somebody who's been training with MMA uh, fighters and boxers. You think his punches would look more believable? Yeah, um, it looks like a little kid kind of playing around with like his older brother, who quite frankly just drag him if he if he decides to take it serious. 
Um, <clears throat> Vince McMahon adds on a stipulation to this match now. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. If The Undertaker loses, this will be his last WrestleMania. Um, yeah. So, pretty and, uh, much, they're setting up and, to, uh, like, if whoever loses, the fans lose either way, right? Yep. So, either we're stuck with the authority or Undertaker's, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe I'm just weird because, like, I don't know what a, I don't know what a WWE show would look like, a Raw show would look like weekly without a um, without a general manager. Well, never mind. Shane would be the general manager, so never mind. But um, for me, yeah, like I saw him throw that out there, and then it wasn't worded like the you know all the way 100 percent like good for like they're probably have to come back around it next week and for the video package, mm-hmm. but um. I, I'm not buying that this is his last WrestleMania match. Like he's go, it's going to go out on his back to shaming man. Or the Undertaker will sacrifice himself for the good of the company. Look, man, if if, if, if Shaming Man beats him, I, why, the, why the fuck will Undertaker care? Undertaker's only only comes here in like five times a year. Yeah, like like how will Vince enforce that shit if Shane's in in power? But I got I got another question for you guys. So if Shane loses, can he just uh, pull out the lockbox and blackmail Vince? <laughs> well, yes, that's how blackmail works. Like, uh, me, I always say this to Rich often about, like, just jokingly, like, okay, if you ever become famous or whatever, whatever or make come to a lot of money and you get blackmailed, you need to go, when whatever the blackmail is, you need to just come out and, like, deal with it, like, right then because there's nothing to say that you just can't, like, somebody can't hit you up for a large sum of uh, a large sum of money, and then come back like six months later and say, hey, bro, remember that stuff? Remember that I got all that money off, shook you down for all that mo- that bread six months ago? Well, yeah, bro, I'm doing it again. Right. You know, put more money in, into the bag. Yeah. So, ATM. Yeah, so when it comes to this lockbox thing, maybe, you know, maybe that is, you know, maybe Undertaker wins and then Shane is like, oh, yeah, uh, I still got this lockbox, bro. Maybe. <laughs> Look, but, maybe maybe they forgot all yeah, about yeah. the lockbox shit, knowing their damn logic. I feel like Vin, I feel yeah. like Shane just said in on like on some shit that like he wasn't supposed to say it. He just said it anyway because he's Shane McMahon, and they, <laughs> they let the McMahon, the McMahon's, The Rock, and Triple H just ad lib. Anybody or Cena, they let Cena ad lib too. Anybody else, you got to read that script, right? Like remember when Dusty uh cut them, or was talking against uh, against them? Yeah, and like. They didn't know how to really handle that because Dusty was just, just rolled out of bed. Oh, like, book. I'm to do my thing. You know, I'm Dusty Rose. Yeah. Baby. And so I got, I got another thing about this match. So before you came uh, to, to Richard James, we're talking. Talking, and we said when Bray is not on. Go ahead, one more time, Jeremy. Card. Hello? Go ahead, one more time. Now I was saying uh, before James got there, um, the pre-show Battle Royal, and normally when Bray Wyatt is not on the main card, he shows up in another match. What if Bray Wyatt shows up in this Hell in a Cell? Oh my gosh! Because Bray Wyatt, that man, is not booked for anything at WrestleMania. <clears throat> and he posts he posts some tweets with what the hashtag. Down to the machine, so yeah. That man come out and help shit. He's gonna take it. You know that man don't like the Undertaker for whatever reason. He just you know he just ain't with it. Undertaker as a scout as established that dude diamonds is fake. So like I don't mean he's still he's still mad. No, Bray Wyatt ain't who he say he is. Bro, Undertaker whooped <laughs> his man ass at, like with very with you know pretty much the the easy with so much ease like. Every time they wrestled, so yeah. I mean, I don't really know like what business they still have. What do you other guys, than hating? What, yeah, what do you guys make of Bray Wyatt like missing the card to go from fighting John Cena one year to fighting The Undertaker to possibly not being booked? Like, what does that say about his like budding like you know like what is that like you know it's like shit like um like what the fuck happened to this guy? <laughs> Especially given that like so many people inside of the inside of you know, the whole machine think that he's, like, really valuable to their long-term future. Like, they talk about, like, when you talk, hear them talk about, like, guys five 
seven years from now still being with the company. Like, Reigns is number one, and then, like, before, you know, it's only about maybe, like, one or two more names you can list before they even mention Bray. So it's kind of weird, like, how he's being treated right now. Maybe they've come to their senses and realize that this shit's kind of whack, but... Like, I think they need to turn that man face. <laughs> I mean, he, he's in this weird, like, space. All right, James, you were saying he was in a weird place? Yeah, he's in this weird space where, you know... Yeah, he does dastardly things, uh, and he's a jerk, but he has, like, the crowd participation thing with the lights show, so, and, you know, the what he calls them, the, fly, the fireflies or whatever. So, fireflies, yeah. Yeah, so <clears throat> the crowd participates, and they cheer when they should boom, and, like, so it, he's in this weird spot to where, like, he can't really get, nothing he can do to actually get anybody over as a, as a, as a um, heel. Yeah. Like if that was the case, that one Reigns thing would not have been such a bowl of suck. Um, and same thing for Dean Ambrose. He did nothing for Dean Ambrose either. Or Cena. Or Kane. Yeah. Or Ryback. Right or Ryback. Right so, yeah, he just... Um, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> I mean, I guess Daniel Bryan would be the one thing, but that's more or less because like you're like, wow, this is really stupid. Like, what you're doing with him right now. Like, you need to change course with <clears throat> the direction of where Daniel Bryan is going as a character. Because he should be champion right now, and instead you're having him fight this guy. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, but, you know, just after that, like, I, I think, but I, I don't know what you do with a guy like that. He's a heel that gets no heat. Like, what what, what good are you? Bad at your job. Yeah, I mean, as we, as we always, always joke and say he's bad at his job. Like, I don't know what, what uses he has right now. So... You know, every so often it seems to me that, you know, it might be appropriate for him to, you know, take a pay-per-view off here and there to kind of, you know, try to figure out what's next. But then again, every single time he he goes away for some time, he shows up doing the same exact thing he always does, which is he goes out and ruins a match. Or mumbles along for weeks, like with a promo about we don't understand. And he, he shows up, like he shows up and ruins a match, and then it's like, clearly also that means that's the guy you're wrestling next month. Like, he never gets... Like, it's, it's always the same thing over and over and over. And I think maybe people have kind of gotten bored on that, too. That's what's kind of cooled him off as well. The, you know, him losing so losing as much as he has hasn't helped either. Um, but I don't really know what you do with that when it's like, you know, he's this, his gimmick is he's a, you know, he is this charismatic, cult of personality, savior type dude that's preaching, that has followers. But his followers do so much dirty work for him, and he's a, and he's he, he picks and chooses when to like tuck tail. Yeah, it, you know it's it's weird. But um, we had the that triple threat match Kevin Owens was talking about, and it was not who we thought they would be. Um, ah, it was Zack yes. Ryder versus Stardust versus Sin Cara. Um, and he introduced all of them by using like how these people show like sort of like this like. Parallels with the other people that he that should be fight that he should be fighting. The yep. belt, like Sami Zayn, um, being a high flying guy, no, they wear a mask. mask. Yep. Yeah, that's so that's like the generical thing, generico Sincaro parallel. Um, the Hollywood the uh, star, the, the, yeah, the Hollywood or the yeah the Hollywood star guy going from uh, uh you know the stars, which is like you know going from Miz the Stardust, which eh, sort of okay. And then, you know, the guy's been around for a long time and is an underdog and hasn't really made it or whatever, which is Ziggler, Ziggler. and Zack Ryder, which is like, bruh. That has to, to suck to be Dolph Ziggler. It's like, really, dude? I was World Heavyweight Champion twice. And, like, y'all compare me to Zack Ryder out here? Like, heel or not. Like, heel or not. Like, bro, I'm going to have to fight you. Yeah. I'm going to fight you. Like, backstage, like, camera's off. Like, we, we just got to do this for the culture. <laughs> you know? Um, so they ended the triple threat match with a disqualification. Yeah. Um, and then the very next match they had a triple threat match yes. that didn't end on disqualification. Yes. And then they was like, there are no disqualifications in WWE. Like. The triple threat matches, yeah. Like, do they just not even, like, stuff like this is why, is what upsets us. This is absolute trash. And I feel like they're, they're insulting everyone's intelligence by, by this stuff. And this is why Michael Cole doesn't have credibility. Because they got him out here having to back this stupid shit up. It's like, 
Like he, I, know, I know people hate Cole, and I know, I know like, <clears throat> there's a lot of Shivani in him where he'll oversell stuff, but, like, if there wasn't as much bullshit that he had to try to get over, we wouldn't have, he wouldn't have that much of a credibility issue. And also, it doesn't help that, you know, a lot of us that are, you know, our age, or even, you know, even maybe you ain't like Jim three, Ross, or four, bro. three or four years younger, they remember when, like, he was the geek that used to hand him Mike the Rock, and Rock would get him, and DS would give him wedgies, and the Rock would, like, yep. say, you know, go suck on a monkey's <laughs> nipple, and we'll put, you know, put t-shirts on his face and cover his face while he's doing the promos. Like, he's a complete geek. Yeah. Meanwhile, we got more Ronaldo over on SmackDown. Fresh, we don't even Fresh. know anything. Like, ain't no interaction, nothing. Ain't nobody trying to whoop his ass. Ain't no, ain't look, ain't no Kevin Owens <laughs> coming over there talking about you know you suck cold. Yeah, none of that. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you guys make of the seven man match? I don't understand why it shouldn't. Oh, go ahead, Jeremy. I say, I mean, I mean, ladder matches are fun and all, but I, I really was. Hoping for a one-on-one Sami Zayn Kevin Owens match. There's so much footage from NXT, and they've gotten footage from PWG and, and Ring of Honor before that they could have used to piece this together as a, you know, a pretty big-time Intercontinental Title match. I, I think the issue is they got they brought Sami Zayn back too late in the game, and they haven't showcased him as actually being a legitimate star. Like so, for yeah. I mean, example, he, had, he had a competitive match with Stardust on, on Roadblock. Yeah. They had a better match with Miz on Raw with two weeks ago. Yeah, like I, I would say, like you look at you know guys that have came up recently. Like, you look at the difference between how uh, they've done hit the ground running with AJ Styles yeah. and what they've done since, um, since he's came up. It's, it's night and day. Like one guy is clearly a star, and the other guy is another WCW mid card guy or WWE mid card guy. And I don't believe that that's what Zayn is. I believe that Zayn should be working against somebody that's a... um, He probably should be working against Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens should be beating him, and he should be playing the underdog role like he did in NXT, where it's like, you start... He has these great matches, and he comes so close, but always falls short, and you build... Start building his match for the next two or three years. Yeah, and maybe they'll get to that that too, but like right now... You know, when they were talking about this was always going to be a multi-man match, I was like, I thought, well, you you always going to have a disconnect of somebody tunes in the Raw that doesn't watch NXT, and they have and they only know Sami Zayn as a guy that fought John Cena that one time months ago. If that, cause, you know, people tuning in, coming in and out, they might have missed that. Well, he did watch a, I mean, if they did watch a Royal Rumble, you know, he did eliminate Owens from Royal Rumble. But that's so. All right, so, okay, so let's do it like this, right? <coughs> Bray Wyatt and him eliminate Brock Lesnar. Do you want to see that match at WrestleMania? Fuck no. Okay, as a, as a casual, <laughs> even if you were on the, you were on the tattoo, you're just a casual fan that comes in on Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, WrestleMania, or what have you. You'd be like, okay, all right, I don't, okay, I saw the, I see the, the little replay clip. That's Honestly, cool. if you're not a hardcore fan at this point, I don't understand why you would be a casual fan of this shit. It's something to put on on TV. It's something <laughs> dumb to put on when you're not paying attention. Like, for example, so, like, um, I watch, I'm trying to think any type of little bar. I watch Mom on CBS. Mm-hmm. Right? Eh, it's, you know, Anna Ferris, Allison Janney, or Allison Janney. They're making jokes because they're basically, like, um, they're recovering, or they're recovering alcoholics in... They're repairing their relationship or whatever. I'll have it on the background while I'm, like, reading something online. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like, you do that with wrestling. I mean, I mean, because you really, you really could, honestly, if you wanted to, you could put a book up while watching Raw, if you wanted to. If you're a casual fan, you're not really into, like, oh, I want to see how good this wrestler is, or I'm trying to evaluate how good this wrestler is, or whatever. You're just, like, watching. You, got, you could turn Raw on, open up a book, or look online, start surfing the internet with, with this audio on, and then all of a sudden you can judge by, like, you can hear the, the promos going on, and then you can um, hear based on the crowd reaction how good a match is, and then, like, oh, this match sounds like it's really good. Let me, you know, antennas go up yeah. and focus in. It's the same thing. Mm. But, I mean, us were a little different than that. Yeah. 
sometimes I wish that that's how I actually did do it, so I could be more productive with my time and watching an episode of Raw like this. But yeah. those are the breaks. So um, we got Stephanie um, leaving. Um, you know, of course, she made the seven man match and all that. Um, Stephanie left, treated Kevin Owens like a complete jabron the second time and the first time. Yeah. Um, she gets off and gets in the car with Triple H, uh, who is shows up. All of a sudden, you know, the man in black, you know, coming out of the shadows. Uh, Roman you know, Reigns. You know what that reminded me of? What? Do you remember uh, after the, the feud between Kane and Daniel? Oh, Bryan? my God. I'm thinking of the same thing. <laughs> it, it, it reminded me of, like, some horror story, like, oh, my God, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of Dodge. Yeah. Jason, Jason is behind us. And then all of a sudden, next thing you look up, like, you pull up the garage, get out of there, and like, oh my god, Jason He's is right, right in there. front of us. And it was like, oh, okay. And Stephanie was screaming in a way, it was just like, it was alarming. Yeah. Like, she was screaming like that man had like a knife or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know she likes to streak to get herself, uh, just yeah. to put over how much of, how like, how hated she is, so. Like, you know, that McMahon family, boy, they'll come out there and, uh, you know, come out there and, and put on. Um, but, uh, they have a little physicals and, you know, Roman Reigns is just, you know, lurking around the arena. Like, I feel like they're doing all this to have a regular rules match and it's just going to (laughs) suck. They're doing all these backstage beatdowns and crazy attacks, bleeding, all that. Like, yeah, we want you to have a catch catch can uh, classic. Now go ahead. Well, I think, well, how much of that do you think is, there's going to be legs to this? So, like. I think they're going to wrestle. I think they're going to be main eventing um, Extreme Rules. We'll see. Because Triple H has to have his rematch, right? We'll see. Yep. Well, well see. you think Shane's going to say like, "Nah, you got to, nah, you get like no you, rematch." Like you, like, you, you will start like, at the bottom. Like, like your triple, like your your title rematch goes in the same spot that Rocks did after after Cena yeah. beat him at WrestleMania 29. Like we don't even we pretend it never happened. Yeah. Like you will start at the bottom. <laughs> you will face the Brooklyn Brawler. Like these are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You will face Zack Ryder. Right. You will face <laughs> Zack Ryder tonight. Zack Ryder's not the not the equivalent of Brooklyn Brawler in 2016, is he? Yes. There's got to be. Nah. You you think he's worse to start us? Uh. Yes. No. You think he's worse than anybody in? No. Uh, Fondango's the worst. No. You think he's worse than anybody yeah, in social outcast? No. Fondango's the worst. He's worse than. You think Fondango's worse than like Bull Bull or uh, Bo's Dallas? Bo Dallas is pretty bad. Yeah. Like Bo's, it's close. Both on TV time. Yeah, but Bo's on TV every week. Bo Dallas, or I mean, Bo Dallas, he's not over whatsoever. You put Zach Ryder out there, you can at least get some woo 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 uh, chance. Yeah, um, people will pop for it for the uh, for the for rough the bro- rider, the rough rider in the bo- in the broski boot. Okay, so do you think, um, do you think that bo- who's more over, Bo Dallas or Adam Rose? I'd probably say Bo Dallas. So, so Adam Rose is the bottom of the barrel. Adam Rose is pretty bad, bro. Yeah, uh, I think Axel maybe. I think Axel is, is more over too because Axel, Axel. Yeah, hilarious. people like Axel. I think. Axel's a fucking fool. The chains are off. Yeah, yeah the chains are off. <laughs> what does that don't even you mean? Change the channel. Yeah, don't change the channel. Remember last year when that man got up on the stage and pointed and pointed at the WrestleMania side. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and then Booker T had the gall to say, A star is born. He whispered that shit into the mic after he pointed. I was screaming, bro. <laughs> a star is born. And he's like, Get out of here, dude. And he, you know, the funny part was he said it whispering, and you, you see him chuckle after he said it, too. Like, they killed, they, they, bodied, they buried that man after he did that shit so badly. Alright, the rest of this Raw pretty much sucked. I don't even want to talk about it. What, are, um, what is there to talk about after that? Yeah, Dean Ambrose versus Braun Strowman for some reason. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's um, a, that was a bowl of suck. Um, Dude, the crowd chanting, this is boring. Yeah. Unbelievable. Not boring, boring. The main but, event. Yeah. I mean, they knew what they got themselves into. Look, they look. even WWE knew what they were doing. That's why, they, that's why Luke Harper blew his knee out because they were like, you know, oh, you're like, oh yeah, well, we knew that main event was going to suck, so we're going to give you guys a dark match at least, so y'all can leave satisfied. Yeah. Because they knew that was a bowl of suck. Yeah. Unbelievable. But yeah, we got WrestleMania in two weeks. Um, who else? Uh, the news coming out uh, today was the New Day will be inducting the Freebirds into the Hall of Fame, which uh, I find quite hilarious based on uh, Michael Hayes' past and 
the past with the Freebirds and the Confederate flags and you know we're gonna have these three black dudes uh, that are you know pretty much you know you know three man group you know kind of like y'all were uh, pushing the edge pushing the limits you know back in the day and what they're doing now we're gonna have them induct y'all what do y'all make of this this has to be a real well, I- and I told y'all earlier, you know, I just think this is them, you know, trying to make right. And by, you know, showing that free birds are cool with black people, have a new day and inject them. But that's, but, okay, if that is the logic, I don't see how that makes sense because, like, there were plenty of race people that lo- that love to have black people do things for them. <laughs> I mean, it was, isn't that what slavery was? <laughs> Thank you, thank you, nigger. Like, now go that way. Like, 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 so, like, I mean, I don't know if that's, you know, but, you know, obviously, you know, jokes and everything, but, like, I, I hope that's not it, because, like, that could easily be, like, I don't, you know, I don't understand how that works. Yeah, like, they, um, you know, go, go, you know, go get, go get my badge, boy. Yeah, yeah, I, I was like, why didn't they just have Mark Henry do it in that case? I mean, shit. If y'all, if y'all, y'all just go all the way with it. I mean, I think I think the issue is Mark Henry, the grown ass man, and got some got some dignity. I think that's what it is. Look. Mark Henry, look, the only Mark Henry, like, yeah, I'll do it. If the second they come on stage, I can close on one of the motherfuckers. Mark Henry goes, shoot on Michael Hayes. Yes, yes. Uh, <coughs> like back then, uh, Mark Henry used to probably be like, man, I just, man, I, I just need this job, man. I just need this job. Well, I can't. I can't lay this man out. <sighs> Unbelievable. Um, Hulk Hogan got an additional twenty five million dollars. Oh, speaking, speaking of racism, yeah. Okay. You know, this is our racism segment of one issue. This radio. week in racism. Yes. Um, I think we should add that in. Like, <laughs> I was, you know, I was thinking of, um, you know, because there's a lot of stuff that I was trying to figure out. You know, maybe in the future, if I was to have like a a podcast, like based on like you know some of the stuff that I like to talk to you about that you just like. Like I, I hear what you're saying, but I don't really care, right? So, <laughs> like, I do a podcast. I'm trying to find some people that I can talk to with, you know, for like, you know, forty five minutes here, twenty minutes, or whatever that sort of thing. And I was gonna, you know, sort of do like a kind of like a uh, sort of like a uh, weekly update from SNL slash like Today Show type of deal, where like opening segment uh-huh. and. Like every week is every week would have been like one thing that's it would have been like a five ten minute segment where I'm just like sort of like going over giving giving time commentary on some whatever racist story that, that that was the biggest one of the, that particular week. Right, and it would have been called this week in racism. That's so that's hilarious. But like, yeah, I mean, if you want to do it here, we're fine. You know, this week in racism. <laughs> Um, Hulk Hogan drops the leg on God. Yes, and uh, WWE is you know probably just itching to get that man back in. Um, you see, they're slipping his name through on commentary. Uh, they're just bringing him up, you know, over and over with this WrestleMania stuff about to happen. I'm sure we're going to see a bunch of video coverage of classic WrestleMania moments. Uh, but Hulk Hogan getting all that damn money from Gawker. Um, well, he ain't got it yet. He ain't got it yet. Yes, let, let's be clear. If he gets, you know, you know, if he gets even a third of that, that's like dramatically fixed his life because he was fucked up. <laughs> I saw memes about uh, with, like Linda McMahon making cry faces. Yeah, I just, dude, y'all, y'all are too much. <laughs> y'all are too much <laughs> online. Like, shit. I sometimes I like you know, I I can't imagine for some of these celebrities, like even you know ones that step in it and do stupid stuff like Hogan did. Like, what it's got to be like, because, I mean, I like going on my Twitter timeline, too, and I like looking at trending topics. It's got to suck that, like, you, you stepping in and you, and also you're trending on Twitter, and you got to look through all that stuff, and people are just putting flames to your, you know, burning you in effigy. Yep. Like, it's got to, <laughs> it's got to, it's got to not, it can't be too fun, especially when, like, you know, some of us get a hold of it, and they take that shit to start the clowning, because them jokes is, yeah, because yeah. them jokes are... <laughs> Are just brutal, bro. Yeah, we are. We are. We that's are, what we got uh, time for. These brutal. jokes. We are really brutal. Um. The um. So like, uh, what match do you guys think is going on last at WrestleMania before we get out of here? Um, you know, 
personally, for me, you know, I kind of have the old school mentality that the title match should always close WrestleMania unless, you know, there's some crazy special match. And with all the build up so far, I don't think Triple H and Reigns has been built up to close the show. I think that they're going to go with Shane Undertaker. It's hell in the cell. Control of the company is on the line. Undertaker's career is on the line. And like I said earlier, you know, when you go on websites, all the advertisement pop-up ads is Shane and Taker. So I think they're really counting on that match to be the big draw for this show and be the main event. Yeah, I, I would say it makes total sense for Shane and Undertaker to how they're building it and what the story says. Now, just in a vacuum, do I want to see Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker headline at WrestleMania? If you would have asked me that in January, I would have been like, Get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> if you'd asked me that a month ago, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. So, yeah, um, I'm still I'm still on that level. I still can't believe this is happening. Yeah. I'm still have ways, like, because I, they still I haven't know, told the story very well. I know well. that it's going to happen, but I'm still kind of like hoping, like, you know, all of a sudden he steps to the side and, like, the rock fights for Shane or something like that. Like, yeah. this, this is, this, this ain't, you know, I never, I mean, remember how you used to talk about uh, Triple H versus Sting? You'd say, like, they gave the dream match and no one was asking for it. Yeah. I, I, I don't think anyone was really asking for Undertaker versus Shaman Man in 2016. Uh-huh. And maybe, like, 01 or whatever, maybe. Maybe 08. Now it's kind of like, okay. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a cool match, but you find, like, when you find out, like, the stakes that are involved, it's kind of. Okay, Undertaker's career is on the line. I put Eric Tatches around that, and then the the control of Raw is just like so. Are we just going to get a brand split? Is that pretty much just going to be? Oh my gosh! Like, just all I of them just not. go to I hope not. go to SmackDown basically because like that was, that was part of the reason why it kind of took me so long to get back into watching wrestling, like a, a underrated portion of it. Like, hold on, half the roster is split in half, like. I don't feel like watching like two shows each week to see the guys here and then there. I, well, I then... think what they can do is they can do it differently. Like I don't <laughs> think it has to be completely as brand separated as it used to be, where it was like one. You know, there were the big shows like SummerSlam, WrestleMania, um, Royal Rumble, and I think, uh, and then like you know, the, I guess they tried. Did they try to make bragging rights like a gigantic hippie or no? Mm, nah, they only ran it like two years. Okay, so like, yeah. Anyway, like those three matches were like everybody could be is eligible to be on there. And right. Then like every other one was like every other every other one. There's a pay per view, and then on TV once a month, the 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 show that didn't have the pay per view would have a big show. Yeah. I don't think they would do that, but I think. You can float those dudes back and forth and basically, like, have a face commissioner for this show and a heel commissioner for that, sh- or heel commissioners for that show and work it out that way. Um, because, like, I know people are tired of the authority storyline and, you know, but Stephanie and, like, if you take away Stephanie and Triple H off the mic, like, don't that doesn't mean they lose, like, two of their five best promos in the company? On a weekly basis, I mean, they, they got to find a way to develop some new ones. Like it's amazing what happens when they give folks opportunity. People didn't they didn't think uh, Big E could could talk. They didn't think Xavier had it in them. You hand those guys the mic and let them go out there. You never know what'll happen. Well, now I'm saying I don't know if they have the. They well, they don't want to take that risk though. They don't. I mean, they, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, well, I would say of the people that you named, the people that they knew for a fact couldn't talk like that. I would say that they knew for they didn't know for a fact that. Daniel Bryan could give compelling promos, and they did not know that Seth Rollins could talk either. Yeah. Um, Big E, I'm not really sure. People, you know, the, 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 there was so much talk about how, you know, people were making choices backstage, and that's how be that being Big E or Roman or whatever. So if they thought that that was even a thing, then they had to have thought, they had to have known that Big E was charismatic. I mean, he was also an NXT champion when Roman was there too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, another part is with the uh, with the Xavier thing. When you watch the, uh, the the ESPN documentary they had of NXT, people were saying like, "Yeah, that dude is a fantastic promo. He can turn anything, any form of shit in a, into uh, sh- into chicken yeah. salad, right?" Yep. So I, I think the whole thing was he came up and like that gimmick was whack. Like I'm like, what the fuck was he? What was it? Was they had him under with, with our truth. What, what was he? What, what was he? He's the dude that wet his hair. Yeah, he was. Yep. 
Like, was he, was he, like, he was, was he? Bruce Leroy. Was, I was going to say, was he Bruce Leroy? Was he Jim Kelly? <laughs> yeah, man, it was Bruce Leroy out here. But, <coughs> yeah, I mean, you guys got anything else to add? Um, That's we... it. I'm looking forward to the WrestleMania party. Oh, yeah. Hoping we got another uh, break it down moment. Maybe a uh, Mean Street Posse music hit. Yes, yes. Them Can't wait. Run out. Can't wait. <laughs> Pete Gas runs out. Yep. Help Shane. See what I want. I want to happen is I want these guys to like rush the ring. Then Shane looks at them like, "What the fuck are y'all doing here?" Like, and then <laughs> like him and Undertaker whoop their ass and like send them out there. <laughs> like that's what I think would be the best like thing. Like you know the posse. Uh, Jeremy, did you did you happen to see the uh, the Mean Street Posse um, videos that are on the WWE <laughs> Network? They're under the collections thing and a legacy of Shane McMahon. I know I haven't watched them yet. It's like a five minute long video. It's absolutely hilarious. Uh, check that out, and, yeah, and it's I'll like watch uh, that later. it's pretty funny. They're the original finance bros. Yeah. The original finance bros. <laughs> yeah, but um, like you, like you leave like you leave the fraternity life. Like you get out of Kappa Beta Rape, and then you go wow. straight and you go and, and then you go straight to the straight to Wall Street. And you're, still, and you're still doing that shit once you get off work. Damn. But um, that's gonna wrap up. You're there from Greenwich, right? Yeah, Greenwich. Yeah. That, yeah. That's exactly what they were. Finance Bros. Yeah. That's exactly what they were. Before we get out of here, I just want to say today is the 19 year anniversary of Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin in the submission match. Ah. Um, so that is my match of the day for you guys to check out. Um. The uh, I'm thinking we'll be back next week sometime to talk about the Iron Man match. We watched it um, in in full um, about a week or two ago, um, and we, we'll probably just talk about that a little bit. And then next week we'll we'll for sure be our WrestleMania podcast, our full WrestleMania preview, and we'll be running down all the matches on the card. Hopefully, have some excitement to talk about, but. I'm seriously I mean, doubting it. You might come back later this week, like another time in the next couple of days too. Like we'll, we'll figure it out. Like I'll, I'll coordinate it. But like you know, it's March Madness, so we got to have a bracket, right? Yeah. So yeah. I'll, I'll figure out what we're gonna do, and then just bring it to you, and then you know, if, you know, you can check in and check out if you want to. But I'm sure it's gonna be uh, interesting to some people. Cop shooting nigga tragic. But um, <laughs> yeah, this is this is One Nation Radio. We get up out of here, man. Later. See. Peace.